Hi, welcome back to Most Important Meal. This is Allison Truge doing the cold open. Uh, with me, I have one Brian Hamilton. Uh, Brian, please roll one of those six-sided die. Oh, I, I have many dice in front of me to play Fiasco. Let me roll one of them. Three. You've chosen option three of the Choose Your Own Adventure oh Most boy. Important Male podcast <laughs> opening. The, the third open is, I tell you how much I love you so very much. That was the third option. Where are the other five? Uh, option one was me telling you that I love you very much. Okay. Option two was me telling you that I love you very much. I think I sense a theme here. Uh, I, you already know what option three is. Um, option four was a delightful pun. Oh, I like those. Uh, but I didn't think of one, so it's a good thing that's not what you rolled. Uh, five was <laughs> me telling you that I love you very much. Okay, I think I can guess number six. What do you say we start the discussion of breakfast? Wait, what do you think number six was? You tell me how you love me very much? No, it would be me asking you what you had for breakfast. <laughs> transition like butter mm. yeah what i had for breakfast was a coffee roll uh we've been trying to meal prep as we'll talk about later and uh i'm i'm trying to move away from spending four dollars on a breakfast sandwich every morning even if it is from duncan it's like it's not that it's bad because you know it's it's technically fast food but it's like it's okay i feel really bad after i eat one and i feel like a slug just kind of trying to climb up of a fence and I don't feel good. Brian, how many times do I have to tell you that you're supposed to drink coffee, not roll it? What? You said you had a coffee roll? Oh, that was a good pun. I think you should edit that out. Good I'm, pun alert. I'm, I'm embarrassed good for me. Good pun alert. Good <laughs> pun alert. Um, I want to address something while you're talking about your breakfast. Yes. Um. I I have been alerted by one uh, Ben, friend of the show and friend of our lives, um, that we talk about Dunkin' Donuts too much. Okay, we do talk about Dunkin' Donuts a lot, but I want to I want to bring up two two main salient points. Point number one, um, this is something that I wasn't able to put into words before, but in a divine way, this wisdom was bestowed upon me. Dunkin' Donuts food is only good in New England. That makes sense. I rarely have had it outside of New England, and even then, New Jersey's close enough to New England. No, but it's still not. Like, Dunkin' in Pennsylvania is not that good. I will never say no to Dunkin' anywhere in the world, even if I'm in California. I think that Dunkin' Donuts is best in New England because all of the donuts feel at home. Okay, so, that was a delightful breakfast that you had. Wait, I didn't finish the reasoning for why I had this breakfast. Okay, I need to know. A coffee roll is like $1.50, and I feel a lot better eating it than I do eating a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, even though it is also like a lot of you know, sugar and gluten and things. I feel so much better spending less money and eating less food that isn't like greasy. Salient points all. 
I need to use the word salient again in this podcast. Is that your word of the day, salience? I just want to sound like I'm a good breakfast journalist. You're a great breakfast journalist. What'd you have for breakfast, Truge? Well, I think this actually leads us into our most important topic of the day. Um, today, we have one per episode. <laughs> um, so it, listeners at home might be thinking that I had something from Dunkin' Donuts today for breakfast because it is the most convenient thing for me. Uh, it's like right next to my office within like literally 50 feet of it. Um, but I don't know. I, I've been... I had this feeling the other day. So, okay, I want to I want to rewind back before I say what I had for breakfast today. Rewind back to a time in the before time when you and I recorded the last episode of this show, which was approximately 17 years ago. Can you put yourself back in that mind place? It was a few weeks ago, and <laughs> yes, I can because it was a few weeks ago. Um so the last time we recorded an episode of this show, we talked about Dunkin' Donuts a lot. And we talked a lot of smack about Dunkin' Donuts a lot. And I mentioned that the worst thing I could possibly get, like a mistaken misconnections from Dunkin' in my bag, would be a bunch of wake-up wraps. And literally the day after that recording, I was like, you know, let's try a wake-up wrap. I talked a lot of smack, didn't I? And... I, I'm trying to like think of a way to describe the experience I had. I loved it so much. What about them did you love? So, okay. I want to describe the wake up wraps from the beautiful Dunkin' near my office, which is, I think, one of the best, the one of the, one of the better Dunkin' Donuts. Um, so the wake up wrap, like, it's not a burrito, it's not like a taquito kind of roll. They just sort of fold the tortilla over with like the egg and the cheese and the meat in the middle of it. As if the wake up wrap were a book and the tortilla was the cover. That's a publishing way to describe it. Um, So I got one wake up wrap that had sausage and one that had the like maple bacon kind of stuff. Um, And I don't like... I was just so struck by how the bread didn't get in the way of, like, the delicious fillings. And, like, the tortilla was just crisp, like, just crisp enough. Um, And it made me think to myself, like, oh, man, I'm never going to order anything else. And so for the next, like, week, that was all I ate. I mean, I I ate other things. For breakfast, (laughs) that was all I ate. And then one day it dawned on me that... They're like I think three dollars a pop or something like that, maybe two fifty. And I realized that like buying a package of tortillas is like a dollar. And I was like, oh God, I was bamboozled. So what have we been doing the past few weeks, Truge? Listeners at home, I'm proud to report that for the past I think two full weeks, maybe even more, two and a half weeks, uh I meal prepped all of our lunches and all of our breakfast. Hey, meal prep! Yay! So, why'd you stop talking? I want to go on the record. Yay! That- you, you stop talking again. That's not very professional podcasters of you. Okay, so I cannot 
emphasize enough how little Brian believed in this. Okay, it's not that I didn't <laughs> believe in it. It's that I'm concerned about leftovers, as listeners of this show know, and meal prep is basically ensuring you'll have leftovers. It's uh, intentionally having so many leftovers. In fact, we didn't even eat them when we made them, so it wasn't even leftovers. It was just overs. <laughs> it was just over. <laughs> Because, like, a leftover is when you make food and then you don't eat all of it, so you have some leftover. This time, we specifically made food to eat later. That's not a leftover. That's a... That's a left... That's a... That's a... That's a good old look ahead. Nationally recognized poet Allison Trudes cannot think of a word for leftover but not leftover. (laughs) I okay this just this thing dawned on me I was sitting in my office and I had paid too much for a tortilla with an egg in it and I was just thinking to myself I like I was just filled up with so much self-loathing self-loathing is the mother of invention um and I just I was just thinking to myself like you know what I want to do I want present me to give future me a gift and I knew what that was because there's nothing that makes me feel better than eating food that I have prepared myself. There's truly nothing like it. And so I decided to make breakfast burritos. We've been making giant batches of breakfast burritos and freezing them. Uh, they keep really nicely. You used, what, a BuzzFeed food recipe or something for this? It was indeed, regrettably, a tasty recipe. But what I will say... Okay, so... I've wanted to do this for kind of a long time. If you're on Pinterest for any amount of time, they're going to have, like, frozen egg breakfast, like, prep things. Um, But a couple things have kept me away. One, I want to, like, say this on this podcast because, like, I'm super fat positive. There's so much of meal prepping culture that is incredibly, like, problematic and, like, I'm not here for diet culture. What I'm here for is, like, pragmatism. And what I'm here for is, like, doing things that make me feel good for myself. And the, so the other thing that was getting in the way of this was I was like, how can you freeze eggs and then just microwave them and they're good? Like, there's no way. There's no way that that's the case. But I saw this tasty video and they didn't do anything special to the eggs to have them defrost well. So I was like, fine, I guess I'll try it then. Yeah, it's been like, I, I, that was another thing I was concerned about microwaving eggs because, like, if you microwave just like scrambled eggs, you'll get okay enough scrambled eggs, but they smell horrible. But so, okay, I decided I just wanted to try it. So we did, um, it's like scrambled eggs with uh, pepper, onion, and cheese. Um, and we just put those in, like, some good old tortillas. Um, and we just, like, wrapped them up in foil and froze them. But, Truge, there's one other ingredient you forgot about that you were dissing last time we recorded. Oh, I did forget. This is the most important update. I I think I have said some bad things about breakfast ham. And I'm here to say... I think breakfast ham is now, like, my favorite thing. Um, excuse me, uh, Truch, me, from, uh, Most Important Meal News, uh, reporting at this press conference. Uh, yes. Why did you start liking ham again? Um, I 
grilled it in a pan. And it was good. Um, excuse me, uh, Truge, Brian Hamilton from uh, The Incomparable News? I'm not taking any more questions at oh, this time. okay. Please respect my privacy in this moment of uh, tumultuous change. It's really inconvenient for me to have set up like 10 different mics in front of you for all of my fake joke news organizations <laughs> for this bit. I was wondering why you did that. Yeah, it, it all paid off now. And I'm sure the listeners really appreciate that visual joke. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy having breakfast already made for me in the morning. It saves me like a block's worth of walking uh, to Duncan in the morning. But like... Even more than that, I really enjoy having breakfast at home and being full on my commute. And something that we talked about uh, with regards to meal prepping and the food that's fitting into our lives is the ritual. For me, what really sticks to my bones, well, that's a metaphor, what really sticks to my brain's bones, I guess, is the ritual of going to Dunkin', pushing the buttons in the app, getting the thing, being there. It's like habit is such a strong thing to break. I think that's the other thing. And I don't know, a lot of people like at this time of year want to talk about what they want to do better in the new year. We've done that on this show even, I think for the past two years that we've done this, we've done like a breakfast resolutions episode. Here's the thing. I don't like new year's resolutions. I think that like the the new year is not a good time to start things because everyone's starting new things and even more than that like companies are trying to capitalize off of people like trying to make positive life changes um and I think that is not great but I don't know I just I had this switch in my head where I one day like got breakfast at Dunkin and I was eating it in my office and I was just like I don't even like this I just had this moment of like, there's nothing wrong with this food, but I don't even necessarily want to be eating it. I'm just doing it because it's convenient. And that's like, I don't, there's so many like things that I wish I could change about myself because I won't because it's part of my routine. And that's kind of a silly thing to not do. That's what's interesting to me is that you talk about how you eat this food and you don't even like it, so why eat it? Well, okay, I love Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I think it was that I like had had it way too much too often, and then I wasn't even able to be like, oh, this is delicious. For me, I if I love something, I will eat it a lot. Like I, I've noticed about myself that I very much love eating the same thing over and over again that and it's again it's a ritual it sticks to my brain and it's something that's really hard to break for me i there's a place near where i work called the automatic which has the best fried chicken sandwich in boston i believe and i go there an embarrassing number of times a week for lunch i sit at the bar and at this point the guy knows hey uh fried chicken sandwich with fries i'm like yeah and he just brings it to me and Again, the ritual of like being there in that restaurant, ordering that same food and doing the same thing, it takes like the exact same amount of time. It costs the exact same thing every day, and I know exactly how much I tip, and all of that like sticks to my brain. So for me, meal prepping and trying to spend less money and stopping going to the automatic makes me very, very sad. No, I get that. And I want to say that like we've talked on this show before about how like I believe that ritual is one of the most powerful things that we have. And that's exactly why is that when you break something that you really like doing every day, that is like a source of consistency. um, That's like kind of a big deal. And it's not exactly comfortable the first time you do it, unless 
your new ritual is overwhelmingly favorable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed doing this and I want to incorporate it in the new year. I really want to like ask the folks listening to this podcast what your like meal prep is. Um, I tried like chia seed pudding and like, (laughs) and like oatmeal for a while, but I think I've just realized, I mean, we have stickers about this. I just don't like sweet breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you're right that there's a lot of BS in the meal prep community because it's very often associated with like poor body image in a bunch of ways. Cause like, I don't know. They always want to um, motivate you because the act of meal prepping is not fun. Like I like preparing food, but the idea of like making a ton of food and not having the instant gratification of eating it you need to have some sort of a reward. And for most people, it's like, don't you hate fat people? Don't you hate being fat? And it's like, no, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> exactly. And we're doing this to have a bunch of food on hand for when we're too lazy to cook and saving money. Because when we don't have cheap, easy to make food on hand, we'll order food or we'll go to a restaurant. Which, again, is great in its own way, but for like it it cannot be the day-to-day thing that we do like I do at lunch most days so having these really great breakfast burritos in the morning has been wonderful uh would you like to talk about the process for making these breakfast burritos because you've been taking the forefront on the breakfast burritos whereas I take the forefront on making the chicken for our uh for our meal prepped salads for lunch so why don't you talk about how you make these burritos it's a secret no one can know End of podcast. Well, Well, that was a great episode of Secrets. All right, then keep keep your secrets. (laughs) Yes. What I really want to talk about on Most Important Meal is how much I love the meal of Frodo going, all right, keep your secrets. Keep your secrets. It's (laughs) my favorite meme. That's the new title. It's Most Important Meme. Okay, so here's how I make the good old breakfast buddies um that's their name you you take some tortillas and then you scramble some eggs and then you separately saute some onion and pepper that's that's peppers um not uh, black pepper not black pepper yeah uh (laughs) and then you, you put it together in a little in a little a little flour bed and you tuck it in and then you let it cool and then it goes in the freezer and then when you heat it up in the morning you you take it out of its foil and you go hello little flower baby i love and the burrito goes hello truge i'm so happy to see you again and i go oh burrito and then i wet a paper towel and i put it around the burrito and then i microwave it on high for three minutes and the burrito in the microwave goes no truge no i thought that what we had was special and i go no i will eat you you took me on an emotional journey with that burrito. Oh my god, I'm sad for that burrito now. 
Well, I guess I'm eating all the rest of our meal prep burritos then. We don't have any. We ran out. We got to make more tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's true. I actually haven't answered the question. So we ran oh my out of God. breakfast burritos. So I didn't have a breakfast burrito this morning, but I wished I did. Basically, we just we had a really crazy weekend, so I couldn't meal prep this week. But I still didn't want to buy food from Dunkin' because I'm like on this kick now. Uh and so I bought these, like, Jimmy Dean, like, frozen frittatas that have, like, vegetables in it. Even awful, horrible mushrooms, but I stand them. Um, and you just microwave them up, and they look like little muffins. And they're kind of like muffins, except not. They're worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? They're, they're little egg muffins. That's not what an egg muffin is, nor is a frittata like a muffin at all. I don't even know how to explain these. It's like if you scrambled up some raw egg and then you put it in like a muffin tin and then you baked it, but then you froze it and then you microwaved it again. Okay, that's that's fine. That, that sounds tasty. I have not tried them yet and I'd like to at some point before they run out. They're honestly pretty good and also even microwaving them, the texture is pretty good. And I guess that's the big takeaway for most important meal this week, that like somehow frozen eggs are all right. They're all right. I want to look more into the science behind it uh, because that really shouldn't work. But I guess like we've talked about on the show before how there's a stigma against frozen food and a lot of restaurants like to make that as a differentiator. We never freeze our meat. Therefore, you get the freshest meat. No, that's BS. Like as someone who freezes a lot of meat for sous vide purposes and just like general preservation purposes, it's fine. There's no real downside to it unless maybe if you do it like on an industrial level, I'm sure there's a bunch of preservatives and yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's fine. like a connotation with frozen and chemicals, but like, I don't know, just sticking something in a, in a freezer. Suffice to say, thawing eggs in a microwave makes no sense to me, but it works really well, especially because the eggs that you usually do like omelet style solidify the eggs, put in ingredients, and then fold them over. And you have that's how you make, like, an omelet. That's how you make most cheese sandwiches. These are straight-up scrambled eggs with, like, stuff mixed in with them, right? Yeah. So, like, again, I'm surprised that it works when it's so, like, creamy and mixed up like that. It's because uh, the good folks over at Jimmy Dean sausages and other breakfast products have a witch on staff. And that's why everything tastes so good. This episode is sponsored by Jimmy Dean, our best friend. That that's Usually some... hosts continue the sponsor reads that they start. <laughs> so go ahead, continue. Um, Talk about Jimmy Dean's. They're very good, and I'll have what he's having. <laughs> that's their slogan. Oh, man, if use only code, I could use a code to... Use, use code... <laughs> Most important meme at checkout to receive 0% off. I'm so grateful for my cat. You can't swear. I have to bleep that out, even if Ariana Grande said those words originally. Continue on your Duncan journey. You, no, okay. Thank you, cat. So, continue your breakfast journey, please. Thank you, cat, cat. Thank you, cat, meow. Thank you, cat, 